Hey everybody, I am Pastor Tony Jones and I am the pastor of Impact Fellowship. Today we have an awesome message for you entitled, I Can Be Perfect. Come on back when you're done. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I am Pastor Tony Jones and I am the pastor of Impact Fellowship. Welcome to everyone who is joining us. That's right, we see you coming in. Come on in, come on in. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We have... An impactful day for you today. Um, I believe that God is going to move on our behalf. And I'm looking forward to what he's going to do in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Or we will praise you. And we will say hallelujah. Anyhow, no matter what we see, no matter what others are saying, we will still give you the praise. Come on, turn with me into the book of Matthew. That's right, Matthew, the fifth chapter, and we will begin around the 43rd verse. Matthew 5, beginning at the 43rd verse. Hallelujah. And it reads, and this is Jesus speaking. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you that you may be sons of your Father in heaven, for he makes the sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Do not even the tax collectors do so? Therefore, you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. I'll read verse 48 again. Therefore, you shall be perfect, as your Father in heaven is perfect. Hallelujah. I just want to give this message a title that reads, I can be perfect. I can be perfect. Well, wait a minute, Pastor. Um, you don't understand. Most people lead in with, uh, well, nobody is perfect, um, which, which sets up the whole conversation with, listen, everybody is flawed. I'm flawed, so nobody can be perfect. But see, I like how Jesus counters that whole argument. Um, Jesus lets us know that we can be perfect. We can be perfect. See, sometimes when we say um, nobody can be perfect or no one is perfect, then it gives us that out not to try. It gives us that out that, listen, um, everybody has, has messed up. Um, nobody is perfect, so I'm just going to stop and not try. 
I'm not going to go against what my flesh is saying. A lot of times we're so used to giving in to what our flesh wants. So I'll give you an example. Um, when we wake up in the morning, um, our body is hungry. And so we feed it. We feed the uh, flesh. Um, when we are tired, our, our, our body is tired. So we lay the flesh down. Glory to God. So we're already in tune to what the needs of the body is. But watch this. Sometimes our body can lead us to a place we're not supposed to be right. because uh, we're so used to giving in to what the body wants. Hallelujah. See, I remember earlier in the, the in this year, uh, we talked about this global pandemic. And then within this global pandemic, um, we see that some people follow the rules and then some people don't. And those who follow the rules or, or they are sacrificing um, and going against what they normally do, uh, and, and, and they're very uh, um, protective of them, themselves, their health, and the health of the people that's around them that they love, when they see others going against those rules, will, will begin out of their flesh, you know, the flesh becomes angry at what they're not doing. And so then when the flesh becomes motivated, it begins to do things like curse. Uh, what do you mean by cursing? I mean, it begins to say things like, I hope they get it and, and, and then pass it on to their family. That's a curse. Um, but you got to remember something, beloved, that when we curse, it has to come through us first. So in other words, the same ground that you're cursing for them, you're cursing your ground as well. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. See, that's how the situation is. But tell you what, let's, let's go through uh, what we got here. What is a curse? Uh, and it is defined as the expression of, of a wish that a misfortune, evil, doom, befall a person, group, or entity. Let me stop there for a second. So we can curse a person, we can curse a group, or we can curse an entity, uh, a, a business, um, a, 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 a church, um, an institution. So we, uh, we have the ability to um, curse things, people, places and things. Hallelujah. And watch this. I want to um, uh, move on to something else. Okay, I'm sorry. I missed a piece. Uh, not only an entity, but what is a curse is a profane oath. It's a profane oath. In other words, you're cussing. Glory to God. Um, uh, the, the verb form of a curse is to wish or invoke evil, calamity, injury, or destruction Upon, remember what we said before, a person, a group, or an entity, a person, place, or thing. In other words, our words have great influence yeah. on the lives of the people around us. Yeah. Glory to God. So if we leave our words, hallelujah, in the hands of our flesh, mm -hmm. our flesh will, hallelujah, 
curse the very ground that you're walking on. Our flesh will curse the very people that we love. Hallelujah. So because let's be honest, those who annoy us the most, glory to God, those who get on our nerves the most, those who who do who, who do hurtful things to us the most are the ones that's close to us. And because of that, because of that familiarity that we have one with another, uh, one with another, family, uh, 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 co-workers, um, it comes out of us really quickly because, see, you step on my foot, I react because it's you. But if someone else does it, we might be a little more patient with them. Glory to God. Sometimes we, we notice how patient uh, uh, we are with other people. But when it comes down to those who are closest to us, we're not as patient. We say things like, well, you should know better. You know I don't play that, that, those games. And so we, we give in to reacting with the flesh. See, but there's something uh, about our tongue um, that, that God has given us power to do. Let's look at Proverbs, the 18th chapter, around the 21st verse. And it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit of it. So what was what are we saying there is that in other words, every day, every moment, every second, you can speak death or you can speak life. Glory to God. You know, sometimes, Holly, I'm going someplace. Sometimes we, we, we find ourselves in a spot where um, um, we just, when, when people are trying to nudge us in the right direction. Glory to God. Let me give you an example. Um, uh, sometimes, you know, we might eat some things that are just not good for us. Glory to God. Uh, 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 and some sometimes people nudge us and say, hey, you might not want to eat so much of that because these things, too much uh, uh, of a consumption of this item can lead to this. So our response, because our flesh is offended, we'll say something like, well, you got to die with something. Mm. Glory to God. What we're doing is because my flesh is irritated that someone is trying to gently nudge me in the right direction, we're trying to cut it off or we're trying to cut them off by saying, you got to die with something. In other words, leave me alone with this thing that, that I want. Leave me alone with this thing that I'm dealing with. Glory to God. And so we get, we get so in tune to giving our flesh what it wants. And we realize, oh, I'm sorry, that um, what we don't realize that we're giving life to death. Glory to God. But see, there's something that happens when we, hallelujah, embrace what God is trying to get to us. That, you know, when if we can control that thing called the tongue, then we are able now to walk in that place of perfection. What are you talking about, preacher? In the scripture that we read earlier, it says, uh, bless those who curse you. Glory to God. See, right there is an opposite. Wait a minute. You, you cursing me? Wait, what do you mean? You wishing things on me and I'm going to bless you? Mm, I'm not doing that. Um, 
Do good to them who spitefully use you. Have you ever known or figured out that someone is lying to you in order to get something from you? Watch this. I'll give you an example. Uh, uh, it's like, hey, can I get, can I borrow some money from you? See, um, um, they just turned off my electricity. Uh, when, when you find out that that wasn't the truth, glory to God, our flesh automatically gets mad and and we just want to uh, 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 curse them or demand your funds back, demand your money back. Hallelujah. But the scripture says, bless those who curse you. Do good to those who spitefully use you. See, these things go against the flesh. But see, this is what Jesus is talking about. Hallelujah. If, if you're trying to get to be uh, perfection, if you're trying to get to where Jesus wants you to, then he's saying it's easy to bless the ones who are blessing you. It's easy to, to give to the ones who's loving you. It's easy to uh, uh, invite those in who just love to be around you. But what about the ones that go against that? Glory to God. So God is saying that you can be perfect, hallelujah, but you have to go against what the body is saying. Yes. See, one of the things that, that we find out, um, hallelujah, that there's many forms of verbal cursing. Um, you have abusive language, hallelujah. You know, that's just the old-fashioned, I'm going to cuss you out, glory to God. Um, then you have the wishing of sickness illness or death. Hallelujah. I wish they would get COVID-19. Hallelujah. See, they're walking around here doing this, that, and the other thing. See, they need to take that and, you know, that's a, a wishful thing. But remember this, beloved, when you wish something on someone else, it has to first flow through you. Hallelujah. And you run risk of not only cursing your own existence, but someone else that is close to you. Hallelujah. Then the next part is, is that it's using words to bring fear. Hallelujah. A curse uses words to, to bring fear. Okay. Give me an example of that, Pastor. Well, um, some of us who have children, um, you know, whenever we wanted our children to, to do something, it was like, you know, if, if you don't go to bed, the boogeyman going to get you. Glory to God. We use words to bring fear. Then we wonder why our children struggle in this area. Why are you afraid? We, we get, boy, you better go ahead in that room. Yeah, there's nothing in that room. But we forgot that we use fear to control their behavior. Hallelujah. And here comes um, uh, another form of cursing. I'm going to hit somebody in the wheelhouse here. Um, is the hidden insults. Hallelujah. Somebody say, hashtag throwing shade. Glory to God. There is the hidden insults. Hallelujah. <clears throat> the hidden insults that's wrapped in a joke. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, watch this. Watch this. I, I, if you remember, whenever someone says something um, that is a joke, one thing about a, a personal joke, there is a little truth in it. Okay, okay, uh, I, I, th I think y'all have grown quiet on me here. Um, a joke about someone, um, there's a truth to it. So when you tell a joke about somebody, you are actually exposing them in front of other people. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. You are taking a, a, a factual piece of their life, um, dressing it up in a funny way, and then telling everybody about their situation. Hallelujah. 
Uh, or how about this? Um, whenever someone becomes offended by your joke, you say things like this. Oh, you can't take a joke? Well, everybody knows we were just kidding around. It's just a joke. Remember, jokes are only funny, hallelujah, to the one who's telling it. Um, it or to the or to the, the masses who are receiving it, but whoever the joke is about, hallelujah, it's hurtful. And every time you tell it, or when you tell those things, you cut them, hallelujah, in places that you cannot see. Glory to God. These forms of cursing can bring uh, what is known as bondage to people. We're talking about the abusive language. We're talking about the wishing of the sickness, illness, or death. We're talking about uh, bringing, uh, using words to bring fear. And we're talking about the hidden insults. These forms of cursing brings bondage to people. One of the things that I've realized in, in these years of pastoring is that I deal with people on a regular who is still bound by things that they went through as a child. Glory to God. They're still bound by those, uh, I'm sorry, they're, I, I, I deal with the, the wounded son or, or the, the wounded young person, young man, or the wounded daughter or, or, or the wounded young girl from way back when. And because of these things of bondage, they're unable to move forward. So much so, here it comes. Um, Hurt people hurt people. So in other words, I'm still wounded by what happens. So I immediately throw uh, uh, the same bondage by, um, to somebody else that I am bound with. Blessings can bring the bondage uh, of, I'm sorry, blessings can break the bondage of cursing. Come on, let's look at the scripture. Uh Proverbs, the 16th chapter, around the 24th verse, it says, Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and health to the bones. Every time that we bless somebody with our words, we bless somebody uh, um, um, with, with, with deeds of, of acts of kindness by verbally blessing them, we break bondage. Hallelujah. Uh, let me give you another one. Heaviness in the heart of a man maketh it stoop, but a good word maketh it glad. Glory to God. Have you ever been going through something and, and, and someone just called you uh, uh, just to say hello? Isn't that a song? I just called. Okay, wrong, wrong. <laughs> anyway, there's the, is this something about when I'm going through and someone just calls me and gives me a word, uh, uh, gives me a uh, uh, how you doing, gives me a, I was thinking about you and I just wanted to know how you, how you've been, how you've been uh, getting along. These things break bondage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there's so many different ways that God is trying to perfect us, but he keeps it simple. We make it hard. He says, bless those who curse you. Do good to them who spitefully use you. These are the ways to perfection. Because then he goes on and says, you know, it's easy, uh, hallelujah, to, 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 to bless somebody who's already blessing me. Um, that's easy. Even the uh, tax collectors do that. Now, why would he say something about the uh, tax collectors? I'm glad you asked me that question. We're talking about a time where the tax collectors were evil. 
the tax collectors were um, an enemy of the people. Hallelujah. We, I think I, I taught this lesson here before that the tax collectors collected the taxes for the government and collected money for themselves at the same time. So the, the tax collectors were evil. So Jesus uses the tax collectors as an example. So by saying even the tax collectors can uh, uh, like people who like them, even the tax collectors can bless somebody who's blessing them. But what about the ones who are doing the opposite? Glory to God. God is trying to show us, beloved, that you don't have to stay in that same place. Glory to God. Remember, if you have to um, laugh at somebody by insulting them, hallelujah, then there's something broken, hallelujah, that we need to get fixed. Glory to God. Remember, beloved, that, you know, God is trying to get you to perfection. You can be perfect. You can be complete. Hallelujah. But you got to just follow his direction. Glory to God. Uh, let's look at a, a, another verse of scripture here. Romans, the 12th chapter, around the 14th verse. It says, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Glory to God. Why is that important? Because that's a simple instruction because we recognize that there are people who are coming after you. There are people who come after your throat. Glory to God. You work with some people, hallelujah, who don't like you and you haven't done anything to them. So the, the one thing to do is to not speak to them. Hallelujah. There is something that happens, beloved, that um, when I know that you don't like me, I'm going to ignore you. So, you know, we don't have to talk. But remember, you are a representative of Christ. Most of you, uh, hallelujah, represent the Lord. And you are the only God that these people see. Paul says it like this. Um, you are a living epistle to be read of men. In other words, people are checking you out to, to see about this God thing. Like, hmm, let me see about that. Hmm, I don't know. Well, hmm, she handled that one really good. What happened here? We are the only thing that people see. So because of that, if we follow the direction, hallelujah, there's something that happened. Let me let me tell you about something that just happened to me uh, two weeks ago. I was leaving my office um, one night, and I was coming home, and um, and when I left, the office, the, the parking lot was really dark. So I had my um, high beams on. Um, so I'm driving and my high beams are on. But for, for those of you who drive, um, have you ever had somebody's high beams on in the back? It's annoying, right? It's like, oh, it's like, why didn't you can't see because there's the bright lights are in your eyes. So I'm driving and I'm almost home. And I'm behind this 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 um, SUV. It was a gray Ford. I knew what it, exactly what it was. It was a gray Ford Explorer. Um, and I'm driving down the highway, and then all of a sudden, the car just veers off to the right. I'm like, hmm, what's wrong with them? And then, <laughs> as soon as it veered off, it came back into the lane and turned on the lights and sirens. I'm being pulled over by the police. Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> See, yeah, the popo's pulling over the popo. Anyway, um, the police officer is it pulled me over, and um, I'm like, okay, now, as a practice, now, many of you know that I spent 20 years in law enforcement. Um, 
I know this thing. I'm like, huh. So I'm still trying to figure out what did he see in me from the rear that caused him to want to pull me over? My mind is just wondering, but I grab my license and I grab my wallet, um, open my wallet and take my license out. So it's in my hands. Um, and so I, I roll down the window instantly. Now for me, um, I remember when I pull people over, one of the things that was always convenient is to be able to see into the car. So for me, when this happened, the first thing I do was light up my car. I don't want no, no stuff from you. So here, so you can see everything that I got. Glory to God. So anyway, the officer is there and, um, he's socially distanced <laughs> with his mask on and, but he's agitated. I noticed that right away. And he says, why do you have your high beams on me? I'm like, what? Then I looked down at the dashboard and I recognized that my high beams were on. And I'm like, okay. Oh, I apologize. Um, I just left my office and um, agitated. But now the old cop in me, I'm like, why are you pulling me over? Wait a minute. This is not a crime. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm going through the Title 75, which is the Pennsylvania Crime um, Vehicle Code. And I'm like, that's not in there. You can pull me over just for that. But remember, watch this, beloved. He's agitated. Um, and so he feels um, offended that because he said words like, why are you, why do you have your bright lights on me? Like, my bright light's not on you. Um, I had it because I was leaving the parking lot. Um, now, the other thing it means, like, he's not asking for my driver's license, registration, and proof of insurance. I'm like, what are we doing here? And so we began to have a conversation. Um, and I shared with him, I was like, yeah, I, I was coming out of my office, and uh, the parking lot was really dark, and um, I left the lights on. So I apologize. Um and he was like, it's okay. And I said something, I think I said something about the vehicle code um, section. And he was like, are you a police officer? I'm like, no, I am. I'm retired. And so we began to talk about that. But here's the point, beloved, I'm trying to get you to. Um, his demeanor changed when I blessed him. It's like, what do you mean you blessed him? It's like, I apologize to him because my lights offended him. Hallelujah. See, sometimes we can offend people and not be in, and, and not and not be intentional. Glory to God. His tone changed, um, and we began to talk um, about so much so he began to uh, ask me questions about um, where I serve. Um, uh, how long was I there for? And we began to talk about the job itself. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Um, and I was able to bless him. Now, wait a minute. The story's not over because <laughs> after, um, I left and, and, and pulled off, I became offended. It's like, mm -hmm. wait a minute. That was a power move. You pulled me over because you could. Hallelujah. You, you didn't really have anything other than my uh, bright lights, because you never asked for my ID, you never asked for the registration. Now, come on. Um, I became offended um, by it. But here it comes, um, beloved. 
God began to, to deal with me, hallelujah, that evening once I got home because I was still feeling some kind of way. Um, if, I, I would, if I could be transparent, my arrogance, how dare he pull me over? Don't you know who I am? I used to do what you were doing when you weren't even a, a thought in your mother's eye. You know, you know how sometimes we get insulting when we're insulted. Hallelujah. But here's the point um, that I'm, I'm getting at is that God is trying to change how we deal with things. See, a lot of times you think, okay, pastor, that's good for you, uh, but I'm not you, so I'm just going to stay here. It's like, Beloved, we can't stay in the same place. We can't stay in, in that spot of broken. Um, we have to move forward to get the healing needed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So um, um, let, let, me, let me move on to, to, to something else. Um, I'm going to finish up um, here uh, with uh, Matthew, the 21st chapter, uh, verses 18 through 22. I'm just going to sum this story up um, to you. I want to, I want to show you something here. Um, the, the story goes like this. Jesus is, uh, is a, awake and he and his disciples are traveling this morning. Uh, uh, and during this travel, um, Jesus is hungry. You know, it's morning time. Um, we normally break the fast, um, in the morning. And the scripture says that Jesus sees a fig tree far off. Let me stop there. Um, see, one thing about a fig tree, a fig tree has very bright, big green leaves when the tree is in season. Hallelujah. And when, and it's normally in the spring of the year. Hallelujah. So Jesus recognized a fig tree that had these big, vibrant green leaves. And so you know how it is. Um, when you're hungry and you pull up to that restaurant, um, you be like, mmm. Mm, I, can, mm, I can just taste it now. And and so when Jesus got there, he pulled back the leaves. And let me just pause. Um, see, one thing about the, the figs is never seen from a distance. What you how can you tell when figs are ripe is by looking at the leaves. Glory to God. So scripture says that Jesus pulled back the leaves and found no figs. Glory to God. And Jesus said something. He said to the tree, this day, uh, hallelujah, you will never grow. In, in other words, um, uh, and at that very moment, the scripture says that the tree began to wither and the disciples began to marvel at what just took place. Yes. Glory to God. That Jesus um, cursed this tree. Hallelujah. Now here comes the uh, important part. Um, uh, Jesus is uh, 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 showing his disciples something here. Um, one, that there was deception with this tree. There was something that wasn't right. And Jesus is like, look, listen tree, you might have deceived me, but you will not deceive anyone else yeah. that I'm connected to. Yeah. Hallelujah. And he withered the tree right there. Yeah. But this is what he said to them in verse 22. In all things whatsoever all of you shall ask in prayer, believing all of you shall receive. Whatsoever you ask in prayer, God has given us a tool right there yeah. um, that whatsoever we yes. ask for in prayer, yes. And believe. Yes. So we have to pray yes. and then believe yes. 
And then here it comes. You shall receive. Right. One of the things is some of us believe, but we don't pray. Mm -hmm. Some of us pray, but we don't believe. Mm -hmm. There's a connection that has to happen in order to make the change. Amen. Glory to God. So he was telling his disciples that you too are able to do what I just did. Yeah. So whatever you ask for in prayer and, and believe, you shall receive. See, God is trying to get us to that place of perfect. Yes, so yes, he's yes. not going to give us a, a tool like that Come if on. he doesn't trust us. He's not going to give us a tool like that until we're ready to have it. So many of the things that we're going through, many of the hurts that we're going through, even if they, if you feel justified by your attitude, glory to God. Oh, let me just go there for a second. Have someone ever stepped on your, your foot intentionally? In other words, they knew what they did was wrong, but they did it anyway. Hallelujah. And, and see, sometimes that invokes something in our flesh. Our flesh wants to get them right. But see, I can't do that. I can't fix them. I'll tell you what, Pastor, let's make it a little bit more personal. Hallelujah. Because um, whenever people do something to us, most of the time, we don't necessarily see those people on the regular. Let's make it personal. Let's go with family. Glory to God. Has your family member ever done something to you? There it is. And see, when 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 we deal with our family on a regular, I don't have to forgive them. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's just my cousin. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's just my uncle. I don't have to deal with them. He make me sick. Mm. Mm. You see what just happened? He makes me sick. Mm. We just cursed our own self. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Oh, every time I think about him, my head hurts. We just cursed ourselves. Hallelujah. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. Somebody say, my tongue. My tongue. It's in your tongue. So every time out of your frustration of your flesh, you curse that very thing that you love. Hallelujah. Mm. Sometimes, beloved, is that the reason why your, your family is still in this situation is that we're cursing them instead of blessing them. Hallelujah. Yes, I realize that some people are addicted to things. Yes, I realize that some people are lazy in spirit. Yes, I realize that some people are unmotivated to do things. But God says this, anything that you ask of me in prayer, believing you shall receive. Now watch this, beloved. Some things will happen instantly. Some things will happen over a period of time. Hallelujah. Some things will happen over a, over a period of decades. But either way, God says you shall receive it. And if he says you shall receive it, then it is yours. See, God removed all of the uh, hard work for you. Glory to God. Because he don't want you focused on, on the arrival of your blessing. He don't want you focused on what's going to happen to Ray Ray and them. Glory to God. But God wants you to be focused on him. God said, listen, I got this. You just focus on me and I'll take care of all of those other things. Perfection is yours. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. You can change your atmosphere with your words. Hallelujah. You just have to decide to do it. Because most of us, let's be honest, we don't want to make our flesh upset with us. And because we want to make our flesh upset with us, we give in to everything that it wants. Mm. 
Hallelujah. I'm going to stop there. I'm going to stop there. Is that God is trying to get something to us in this season of pandemic. In this season of pandemic. God is trying to get something to you. He's trying to get you to change your atmosphere. He's already given us the tools and the power to do so. Perfection is yours. You want to see some lives change? Bless them. Encourage them. Remember, I just called to say I love you. A kind word is sweetness to the soul. It breaks bondage. Some people are bound by the things that they've been through. That's why they act the way they act. Beloved, God is trying to get something to us. You can be perfect. I can be perfect. But it has to be God's way. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for being the God of all flesh. We thank you, Father, for being the Alpha and the Omega. In other words, you was here at the beginning and you will be here at the end, Lord God. Father, we thank you in advance. And we stand uh, together, touching and agreeing, Father, on healing, Lord God. Father, some of our family members are ailing, Lord. Father, I thank you right now for your healing uh, 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 powers, Lord God. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for touching lives. Father, some people right now are even going through financial struggles again, Lord God. So, Father, I thank you right now, Father, for blessing them, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Father, I thank you, Father, for being able to bless Lord God, and for those who are not, Father, struggling in this season of, of finances, Lord God, Father, I thank you right now for putting on their heart uh, 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 the ability to, to bless somebody else, Lord God. Well, I only have uh, a $20. I thank you, Lord God, that they would even have the mind to give five, Lord God, to someone else who have a need, Lord God. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that your word says that you bring uh, 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 the rain to fall on the just and the unjust, for the good as well as the non-good, Father. I thank you, Lord God, that, Lord, you haven't left us in this place without provision, Lord God. So, Father, we trust you, and we believe you, Lord God. And, Father, if we have said things in the past, Lord God, making declarations that we are this or we are that. Father, I thank you right now. There it is. I thank you right now, Lord God, for changing our hearts. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we believe you in all things. And in all things, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for who you are. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, beloved, and also you keep the music playing. Listen, um, some of you have, have already said things out loud. Um, you've said things in, in crowd um, that you no longer believe, but your flesh don't want you to come out in front of those things. It's okay. God's got you. If you said things over your life um, to people, and you no longer feel that way, um, it's okay to say, guess what? I've changed my mind. He's not done with none of us. None of us. But the but the enemy will want you to uh, think that, well, nobody's perfect. 
So you might as well stop right there. Hmm. The scripture says, be ye perfect as I am perfect. In other words, I might have been uh, not perfect yesterday, but perfection can start today. Perfection is not, there's no prerequisite that you have to be without flaw up until this moment. Hallelujah. God is trying to uh, help us, change us, get us to a place that we've never been before. Hallelujah. Listen, beloved, um, it is offering time. Um, please, we invite you to um, um, offering, uh, to send your tithe and your offering. Um, you can see it on the screen. Um, our cash app is dollar sign impact fellowship. Um, again, offering is a part of the service. Hallelujah. The offerings uh, enable us to keep this ministry moving uh, going forward. We don't know where we're going to be when the pandemic is over, but we trust God. Hallelujah. So we're going to be here until God says that I'm done. Or God said that's enough. Glory to God. So we're going to be here. We're going to be here for you um, until then. So listen, just because, and I realize that in no matter what state you're in, I mean state in terms of the 50 states of the United States, no matter what state you're in, some of the restrictions have increased again. Hallelujah. God has you, uh, uh, has, has your future um, under control. He has not forgotten you. You don't have to fear a, a shutdown or a closure for a season. We're only talking about a season. Hallelujah. Um, your, your government is trying to uh, control this spread by uh, closing down uh, uh, things that people can congregate. This is not a bad thing. This is not forever. This is just for a small season so that this thing can uh, lessen. God has not forgotten us. He has not forgotten you. And uh, again, because of that, you can trust him. Remember, anything that you pray and believe, he shall do for you. Hallelujah. God bless you. And I want you to enjoy this week on purpose in Jesus' name. God bless you and have a great day. Wow, this is awesome. I hope you understand that God is trying to smooth out all of those rough spots that we have. God is in control and he has your interests, he has your thoughts all in his hands. So let him do what he does. God bless you and have a good day in Jesus' name.